0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Welcome to Vet Story. I'm your host, Phil Briggs. And on this Veterans Day weekend, we are going to discuss something that I think needs to be discussed what it means to be a veteran, and how should we honor those that have served our country. And you can see it a variety of different ways. It seems like no matter what we're celebrating, retail finds a way to make a sale out of it. The auto industry finds a way to sell cars around it. And the greeting card industry makes innumerable amounts of poetic things that we can give each other for $2.25 that will just capture the sentiment of that particular day. Be it Valentine's Day, be it St. Patrick's Day, be it Christmas Day. There's something retail, there's something fundamentally salesy about all of our holidays. But then you get into this particular one, Veterans Day, and you know, it makes you wonder how do we do this because you don't have other than the regular sales. You don't have a lot of a lot of direction here, and unless you're a history buff, you don't really know what it is we're specifically celebrating. So I bring in today my colleague, Matt Saintsing. Hello, hello. Hello, sir. Matt, you served in the world's greatest U.S. Army, right?
0: Yes, yes, I did. In the 101st Airborne Division for six years. So I was in the Army for six years, deployed twice to Iraq.
1: You're the perfect person to start this conversation with because your deployments to Iraq, obviously you went through major airports. Yeah. You've been in uniform, in public many times. And I think we are in this era now with what 16 17 years at war. Yeah. We're used to seeing people in uniform in public. And what is the standard go-to that a civilian or a well-intentioned person will stop you in the grocery store or the airport and say, "Thank you for your service." And I know it is it's almost kind of like a statement that makes active duty people kind of cringe. Yeah it creates either that weird, awkward moment where you're supposed to just look at somebody you don't know, you don't know and go...
0: You're welcome? You're like, welcome. Yeah, what do you say to that? Yeah. Or
1: thank you for thanking me. Yeah. Um, it also creates this kind of angst or this sort of, I don't know what you call it, but th- like this feeling that like, okay, you just said that the same way as you'd say good morning. Yeah. But technically you don't give a shit if I have a good morning or not. <laughs> yeah. You're just, it's it's a polite gesture to say in passing with the equivalence of, hello
0: it's like hey how you been well do you really want to know how i've been or are you just like making small talk in well i'm getting my ice cream in the dairy aisle or something like that you know so i i 100 know where you're coming from and there is i don't know if i would call it tension but there's definitely something where i come down on this a little differently because i joined the army right when i was 18 still wet behind the ears did no <laughs> you know, and, and then I was, you know, twenty one, twenty two in, you know, grocery stores and, and whatnot around Clarksville, Tennessee, the c- city outside of uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And people would say, thank you for your service. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. You know, and I just, these are people that I did not know in daily life. They just happened to see the clothes I was wearing, maybe see my haircut, you know, right. and they're like, hey, we they, they felt the need to say something because nothing could be left unsaid or they didn't want anything to be left unsaid right. and i totally understand that because imagine you know seeing something like you see like an athlete or a celebrity you see you're like max scherzer or something you know yeah, yeah, yeah you know god i gotta say something i gotta say something to cameron diaz but what the hell do i have to talk about cameron diaz the mask was really cool when i saw it when i was going through my you got me through my awkward teen years you don't even know but you know <laughs> You know, um, I
1: would lead with that. Actually, I that would get to some places.
0: So, just so in this analogy, I am Cameron Diaz, by the way. In this analogy, I am the I am the person who are so starstruck. No, I just use this as I think it's it's instructive where people yeah. feel the need to say something, and there's almost like a, a a vacuum, and nature does not like vacuum, so they have to fill the void with a right. thank you for your service, which harkening back to what you said earlier is does kind of conjure images of this plastic salesy retail-heavy, money-making conglomerate.
1: So what are we to do? What are we to think? And this is where I want to put ourselves in the civilian shoes. And what is America supposed to do to properly honor a vet? You just said it yourself. We don't like vacuums. We want, at our core, to say something complimentary and nice. You want to just let that service member or that veteran in the hat... You know, yeah. that you see with a yeah. Korean veteran or Vietnam veteran. You want to let them know, hey, I like you. I appreciate that you exist and that you've endured what whatever the hell you had to endure. How do you express that without sounding plastic and fake?
0: I think for one is to go beyond the uniform. People will stop and they'll see the uniform and they'll stop there. Like, oh, we're talking to a soldier. And they will bring with them all kinds. Of, they'll project onto this unique... Diverse individual who has many things to say on different topics, but kind of overlay this entire. This is how this person thinks. This is their political leaning. Go beyond the uniform. The person wearing the uniform. Hey, where did you serve? What did you do? Why did you join? And but these are questions that you don't, you. Definitely don't want to strike up in the dairy aisle at a grocery store or something like that. Um, but if you know people in your life that are that are that have served or that are serving, right? And I think it's important to go beyond the uniform or go beyond the patches. It's like I'm not a Boy Scout. I was right. I, I, I happened to be a U.S. soldier many years ago. That was, you know, now I'm much fatter now, but you know it happens. I wasn't going to say it. And so going beyond. The uniform, I think, is a huge one is saying, hey, so where were you in Iraq? Were you north or south? How was it? If they don't want to talk about that, oh, well, do you have a family history of military service? What Hmm. do you, you know, what drove you? And so for some people, they're going to be like, look, I wanted to run through the woods and I wanted to blow shit up. And the army is one way they can do that. And that's absolutely cool. Some people are going to be like, look, I wanted free college. And this is a way to, to lift me out of poverty. And by the way, the United States Army and the military in general lifts a lot of people out of poverty every year, you know. Um, some people will say, like, look, I was, you know, 9-11 made an impression on me and I wanted to really go kill terrorists, you know. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, these are all different, acceptable, and there's no right or wrong, you know. But I, I, think, I think just going beyond and treating the person like an individual and not like a mm-hmm. blank green ACU-colored slate or, or, or whatnot.
1: Right. Great answer. Um, is there... Is there a short one to be used in the dairy aisle, though? Because you're right. Like, (laughs) you oftentimes don't have time to unpack a lot of things, nor does the recipient, you know, nor does the service member you're complimenting or the veteran that you're, you know, saying hello to. Oftentimes they don't have time to unpack a lot of baggage with you there uh, between the, you know, ice cream and the popsicles. Is there a short term? Is there something people could say other than thank you for your service? Yeah. Is there something sincere that anybody has ever told you that was just really cool that you were like, huh, they kind of get it. And I feel good that they talk to me.
0: One thing sticks out of my head. And this is when I was on my way heading back. I was in the airport in Atlanta about to fly back to Iraq from my mid-tour leave, my second deployment. Right. Okay. And the way the Army works out, we have patches. And so you have your unit patch. On your left shoulder and your combat patch on your right shoulder, right? And I was in the I was in the best division ever, the 101st Airborne Division. So I had <laughs> I had really badass cool Screaming Eagles on both my shoulders, you know. Nice. And and I'm mean, something I was proud of, and I'm still proud of it, you know. Um,
1: that's the 82nd. It's the 101st Airborne. <laughs> you
0: son of a bitch. The uh, yeah, the Alcoholics Anonymous, the double A they have on there, and uh, you know that's what we call them at least. Um, but no, um, but I was I was. Standing through security, I had my bags, and I was I was in line, you know, traveling sucks, right? Who, Yo, right, who right. likes to travel, right? right? And, you know, so we're snaking around, you know, people line up, and one guy leaned over, and he saw, you know, the patches or whatnot, yeah, right. and he was like, hey, excuse me, soldier, I don't know where you're going, but I hope you're safe, But I, or I hope you will be safe, or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, thank you very much. And I think that huh. was a really creative way of doing it because first of all we're in an airport so the troll travel thing Yeah, you could is, be just going home. Exactly, right. right? Exactly, right? But he's like, "Look, I don't know where you're going." And which is a way of him saying, "Look, I don't know I don't know who you are. I don't know anything about you, but I hope you're safe." And to me that was kind of I was, I was taking it back and I was like, "Oh, well, thank you very much." And and, and that was the end of the inter- interaction. But you you can see like it made an impact on me. You know, it was the first thing I thought of when you said like, "How do we how do you personalize it?" Mm-hmm. Well, He's, he almost it's almost counterintuitive because he went the other way. Like, you like he went like, look, I don't know who you are, and I'm not going to try to make that connection. I'm not going to try to pretend like I know who the hell you are. But I hope right. you're safe because you're def- you're serving our country, and we should all be behind you, no matter where you're heading. I, I think that is a creative and cool way to do it. It's a little harder to do that when you're getting ice cream or when you're at the post office. Much easier to do in an airport scenario.
1: I like it. I was actually similarly. A short, condensed, sweet sentence that you could say that really conveys sincerity was a a line I got from my buddy uh, down in Texas, who I served with in in the Navy. And I noticed when we talked on the phone one time, we got done talking about the hurricane. I think I was interviewing him for Hurricane Harvey last year. And we were about ready to ring off. And this was the first of two or three conversations we had on the phone. But when we were about ready to ring off, he said, hey, Phil, just want you to know, I appreciate you. And it was instead of saying, hey, man, take it easy. Hey, man, talk to you soon. It was right where you would insert that. He goes, hey, man, I appreciate you. And I thought that right there in just a few words were super cool because nobody says that. And, in fact, I picked back up with him when we called back for more of the interview on another day. And I just was like, that's crazy you said that, Rodney. And he's like, hey, man, we say that down here in Texas. He's like, my whole neighborhood, you know, that's kind of a a common thing when you're done at the cash register checking out. You'd be like, all right now, appreciate you. Yeah. And I thought that's kind of cool. Would that be equally you think is good for active duty or veteran status? Just see somebody be like, hey, man, just want you to know I appreciate you. Yeah,
0: I mean, because I think with the whole thank you for your service, it is so played out. Um, Some people do mean it. I mean, most people, I would say, probably the lion's share of people, most majority of people think they're being – they're being genuine when they say thank you for your service.
1: The last thing I'll, I'll like end with here was uh, you'd said earlier that uh, there's a little bit of a longer form question and answer or a longer form compliment yeah. that you don't necessarily want to do in passing. Like, hey, tell me about everywhere you went in your entire service yeah. history. Yeah. I mean, you can't right. in passing. Right. But if you're in a waiting room, let's say, or you're at the DMV or you know, you're know yeah. getting your driver's license renewed, whatever they call it in your state – If if you're in this longer waiting room scenario, which is about the only thing I can think of, and you're you're with a veteran, would it be appropriate to say something like, um, hey, tell me about something. Tell me about where you were. Tell me about, you know, you got anything, you know, that you did that you're proud of or like tell me about what it was like for you.
0: I think it definitely can be, but I think these are on a case by case Basis, first of all, you know, when I'm at the DMV, I don't want anyone to talk to me, right? So, if you see me at the DMV and if you know I'm a veteran, please do not thank me for my service there. I got places that go and, and, and people I want to see, um, but so, but also, too, th- and that can get just super messy super quick because. You know, a lot of people don't want to talk about some aspects of their service. Sure. I remember when I was – so just another story I, I think of. Someone asked me, what's the worst part about being in the Army? This person never served. This person was like a graduate student when I was in college. And she said, what's the worst part about being in the military? And you're like, well, yeah. Well, let me tell you about all my buddies who got blown up, right? Like, right, like, like, right. like, Which I think is like a you a, open
1: a door to a uh, conversation that's going to be uncomfortable for you both.
0: Yeah, right. It's like, yeah. well, I don't know what's the worst part about being a woman. I'm sure you don't want to talk about that, right? Like, <laughs> like you know. Um, um, <clears throat> and of course, I didn't throw that back at her. I'm just try- I was just trying to come up. You no, know. No, no, um, I feel you. So I, I think knowing when to knowing when to stop the questions and knowing when to kind of you know don't say like oh. Where have you been? What have you done? Those are like, almost like you're interrogating. It's like, oh, so what did you do? What was your job? You know how many people knew what was your job? I was in the army and they, they knew I was a soldier and they knew nothing else? They're like, like, what's your job? Okay, well, I was happy to be a signals intelligence analyst. What about you? Oh, well, I fixed helicopters. That's pretty cool. Or I jumped out of planes and I was an artillery person. And I was, yeah. you know, like, because then you're
1: you're, you're personalizing it. Last question probably easiest question we've answered all day. Um, What should we do for veterans on Veterans Day? Should we just all get the day off? Should every veteran have the day off and it not be a federalized holiday where everybody gets to enjoy it exclusively? Do you think maybe it'd be cool if we just said, hey, if you served and you got a DD-214, you get the day off. If
0: you stood a watch, you get the day off, right?
1: No, Does um, that make sense? Because I've yeah. long since lobbied for that. Not like yeah. I do much lobbying. But I mean, and it, whenever this conversation comes up, I'm always like, yeah, hey, everyone else at the bank today? Yeah, um, yeah. Cover for moi, because... Uh, Daddy right. here's a vet, and I'm going to be out on the links, you know, golfing or hanging out with my family.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll take the day off. I don't know if you have that kind of power, Phil, but no, like <laughs> let let exactly me let, let me know if you do. But no, yeah. Um, how should we? So this is a personal question. You know, how how should I'll tell you the the way that I think I honor veterans of generations past is learn about them and read about the conflicts they were in, oh. read about the times they were. I mean, this is something for me. It's like you know my my grandfather, Korean War veteran, he mm-hmm. was a medic. Um, didn't really talk a lot about it, but every now and then, you know, I, I, I read a little bit about the Korean war and read about, about what he went through. And I think that can go a long way. There's so many books and so many articles about the wars in Afghanistan and and in Iraq, um, all these, like, you know, every Navy SEAL has a book nowadays, right? So pick <laughs> pick up any Navy SEAL book, you'll learn a lot about it, right? Um, you know, it has Cran in there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But,
1: no, I, I think... It comes I, with a matching line of <laughs> hair gel. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. really yeah. into hair yeah, gel. Yeah,
0: honestly, I, I could use some Navy SEAL hair gel, but, um, or some beard oil, but, uh, you know, I, I think learning a little bit about what, what people have gone through and about recent conflicts, because I, I think knowing what the United States is doing around the world will go a long way.
1: I like it. We should learn more history. Yeah. Very few people even know the history of Veterans Day, and uh, we're going to get into that next. But uh, before we do, hey, man, thank you very much. Matt St. Singh, Army veteran and our National Capitol Hill's affairs reporter. Appreciate you, man.
0: No problem. Matt of all trades is the title I like. Every time I come in here, have fun, Phil. Awesome.
1: Now, like Matt said, it's important for us to honor Veterans Day, but even more important almost critical to getting it right, is to know the history behind it. And when it comes to learning about history, one of the best ways you can learn about Veterans Day is from the American Battle Monuments Commission. Their YouTube video entitled, This Day in History, describes exactly what went on November 11th, 1918.
2: On this day in history, November the 11th, 1918, the armistice was signed between Germany and the Allies, ending the First World War. The armistice was the culmination of a coordinated Allied offensive extending across the Western Front, a distance of more than 400 miles. Faced with this overwhelming advance, the Germans were driven back from the territory they had fought hard to acquire over four long years of war. With the situation looking increasingly dire with every passing day, the Germans dispatched a diplomatic delegation to the front. On the morning of November the 11th in Compiègne, France, an armistice was reached between the Allies and Germany, declaring a cessation to hostilities on the Western Front, effective the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. Four years of intense fighting had cost all combatant nations dearly, and Allied soldiers and civilians alike rejoiced. The signing of the Armistice on November the 11th became a federal holiday in the United States to honor those who served in the First World War and helped bring it to a close.
1: As we look forward to a bright future, It's important we end the podcast by looking back. These are the words of General John J. Pershing, truly one of the most inspirational leaders our military and our country, for that matter, has ever known.
2: They suffered as only those who have been through that war can realize. The highest praise that can be given, can be bestowed upon them, is the hope that America will continue to raise
1: We wish every soldier, sailor, airman, and Marine a very happy Veterans Day. We appreciate everything you've done. I'm Phil Briggs, and I'll talk to you again on the next episode of Vet Story.